0: So hi, and welcome to Cosmic Conversations, where we interpret the stars so you don't have to. Um, this is our first episode, our introduction episode, and of course, Cheryl has a bunch of raccoons running around, in <laughs> around. so we don't know <laughs> if we're supposed to introduce the raccoons or just introduce ourselves, um, but here we're going to go. So Cheryl, you're going to do your introduction first. Okay. Tell me one thing that somebody would know about you easily, and then another thing that no one could ever easily know about you, and that will be our introductions, plus some other stuff. Whatever, Rebecca. Rebecca here,
1: too. I'm doing- How mysterious. You'll be mysterious? No, no. I'm saying it's how mysterious. All they're going to get to know about us is two things. I love it.
0: Yeah. And then over the years, they'll know everything about us forevermore uh so we are your hosts I should have done that first I'm Emily I have Cheryl and Rebecca and we are introducing ourselves today hello hey it's all you
2: okay so sorry what was the question
0: <laughs> was- one thing that you would
2: know about me right away that
0: everybody would know about you right away and then one thing that nobody could know about you
2: okay that I'm absolutely nuts cray cray all the time I'm always hyper I'm always on that's something that everybody would know about me. Um, and then something that they wouldn't know about me is that I can speak German.
0: Oh, I didn't know you could speak German.
2: Yes.
1: I don't think it's I knew that to either.
2: To That's kind I of love,
1: I love that we're going to get to learn about each other in the pod, right? This is great. And then, yeah.
0: of course, for everyone who's here loves astrology. So rising sun and moon lay it on us. What are you?
2: Rising sun is Taurus. Uh, sorry. Rising sign is Taurus and my moon is Capricorn. All right. Triple earth. Basically emotionless. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> A cold soldier. A cold soldier. No, <laughs> oh, there's more to
0: it, to the earth, the earthy realms than that. All right. And then I have one ridiculous icebreaker question for you. Pick a number between 26 and 47, Cheryl. Mm, 33. Have you ever been told you look like someone famous? Who was it?
2: Alicia Silverstone. I get I got it all the time. When I was younger, more so than now, because she I don't even know if she's still a thing. Is she still a thing? Oh, she's been a thing ever since she was in the crush. Yeah. That's the movie. Yeah. You know so the movie? Nice Nobody movie. knows the movie. I know the movie because everyone was like, you look like Alicia Silverstone from the crush.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it, but I'm I'm not gonna take clueless away from you either, right? You have clueless too.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't limit
1: her. Let
0: her be expanded into clueless. She's not just the murdering girl. <laughs> I'm just I'm not the psycho. <laughs> Psycho girl. Well, you did say you were really hyperactive and no emotions with all those three Earths in your time.
2: No, no, that was I was talking to Capricorn.
0: Oh, okay. So you didn't you didn't ouse Taurus like that.
2: that. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. I feel like everyone will know you now. You've been summed up. Perfect. All right, Rebecca.
1: I mean, those are big shoes to fill with uh, how um, selective Cheryl was with those facts and yet how much she's summed up of herself knowing her in just those those few things. So, all right. So one thing that people would all know about me is that, oh, I love it, you've got animal. We have animal the dog participation. Wants the then
0: raccoon. He's after the raccoons.
1: <laughs> My cats are gonna show up at some point. So I'm all for the animals on this podcast. Um, One thing everybody would know about me is I am always, always, always reading like three or four or five or six books at the same time because I um, am kind of one of those hugely nerdy people who also is always trying to learn something. Um, For the past several years, that thing has been astrology and cosmology and philosophy. So I'm always walking around with an astrology book in my hand.
2: well, hang on. You, um,
1: uh, pink. your voice went out for a hot
0: second. There, we got to cosmology, Thilo- <laughs> philosophy.
1: Can you hear me now? I feel like the the, the greeting of, of 2022, can you hear me now? Um, so yeah, astrology, philosophy, cosmology, right? I'm, I'm pretty much always walking around with an astrology book in my hand these days. That's a thing you would know about me. And sometimes I'm bumping into things as a result because uh, I'm literally always reading. Um, a thing that you might not know about me um, is that, I'm not really your average astrologer. I think people have an idea of like, what is an astrologer? And there's often this idea that it's like, oh, this person must be really woo. They must like have their head in the clouds. but. Like the reason that I, I I got so obsessed with astrology is it wasn't the woo that really brought me in. It was honestly, it was the practicality. It was the fact that it freaking works. And I kind of came in as a skeptic and I actually came in being like, ah, uh, maybe there's like something here that's fun to read about or to think about, or maybe it's got some journal prompts. And then I ended up finding this book. See, it always comes back to books called Cosmos and Psyche by this, this uh, you know esteemed <laughs> Astrologer, Richard Tarnas, right? Um, and, and in a lot of ways, he did the academic rendition of, of like, here is why astrology should regain its rightful place as part of the discipline of philosophy, something that, um, you know, it used to be in the ancient times, it was well-regarded and has kind of fallen out of favor now that it's basically what's, what's your sun sign, right? Um, and, and that book was like the nexus of my lives, right? Because I'm astrologer by night, but lawyer and public policy professional by day Um, and what Richard Tarnas did for the first time is he looked at all of these transits of the outer planets. Uh, people have probably heard about Pluto and Uranus; they're two of the biggies. Um, and he looked at their movements in the sky over the years, and he matched it to match them to um, uh, to, to to like social change movements, and specifically to social liberation um, around the globe. And I was hooked. I was like, "Holy shit! Astrology isn't." just, what's your sun sign? It's a, it's like a manual for navigating life on earth and the cosmos. And, 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 and that's maybe the thing that um, you might not know about me as I'm walking around bumping into walls, holding when my you, nerdiest when you were-
0: book. Rebecca, when you were talking, I was having like sincere premonitions of like you being the advisor to the president, <laughs> like you being like flown through helicopters. Cause you know, that was always a thing that, that, that the astrology astrology was, and always has been the secret part of what's going on in the world, but it's not so much of a secret anymore. Um, speaking of astrology, what is the profile? What, what is the ascendant sun moon going on in your chart?
1: Oh man, you guys bring all the earth, and I bring all the fire, <laughs> which is why this works. You guys balance me yeah. out. I am a, I am a triple fire. It takes um, two bowls to this one lion, just so you know. <laughs> two bowls <laughs> for one lion. That is freaking true. Um, and so I'm a Sagittarius rising. Um, I am your quintessential gypsy philosopher astrologer at your service. Uh, I am a Leo sun.
2: No, can
1: <laughs> I can't hear it now. You speak. I'm hiding the ball big time, right? With my rising sign, not at all. I'm a I'm a Leo Sun, which is is why I'm I'm always uh, finding some kind of stage, usually accidentally, um, uh, and then enjoying uh, some kind of performance. Um, I'm an Aries Moon, um, and you know I'm I'm always always running around, starting things, and uh, usually moving a little too fast. Um, but I think the reason I probably should have realized I was going to be an astrologer sooner than I did was because I've got my Mercury uh, Venus conjunction in Virgo in the ninth house, uh, which is like classic astrologer material. Um, so we don't have to get too much into all the planets and we want to make all this accessible, but, um, of course I was going to end up doing a podcast about astrology with all of that with y'all. So
0: I love it. You get an icebreaker too, but you can't choose 33 because that was already chosen. But if you could choose between 26 and 47, that'd be fantastic.
1: 42.
0: What was your least favorite food as a child? Do you still hate it or do
1: you love it now? Oh man, um honestly, I think my least favorite food as a child was probably bananas. I had this weird thing where I like hated the I smell just hated of bananas. bananas. <laughs> I know, and my dad was always eating bananas and he was always leaving the peels around and I was always walking around the house as a kid being like, "Ew, you left your banana peel and it smells." And like cut to present day and literally like most of my nutritional content comes from bananas in my smoothies that I have every day because I, you know, live with chronic illness, which is fine. And my body doesn't digest food properly. We'll probably get into that at some point on this pod because it's part of what led me to astrology. And so now I'm like half made of bananas. It's like perfect banana. I love it. Mm -hmm.
2: I love it. I was not expecting bananas. Because I literally eat a banana every single morning, every day. As you should. I'm
0: obsessed with bananas.
2: Love them,
0: and I always feel like they get like in the no carb world, they're like so shamed. Like, what you get like 30 carbs per banana, but it's so worth it.
2: It's so worth it. I like that
0: sugary banana for a
2: lot of reasons. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, and on that note, hi, I'm Emily. This will be my introduction. Something that everybody probably already knows about me is, um, I have a very simple goal as a Taurus son. I always have a goal and my goal is one adventure a day. Um, so if you're around me very much, you'll know that I do things almost every single day. I like to be moving and active and, um, I don't know. It's just a silly little goal that I made up and I hit it every single day. And I try to celebrate everything that I do, whether it's small or big, um, whether it's going to the pool with my kids (laughs) or going on a helicopter tour or any of the crazy things I've been up to. And what you wouldn't know about me. Oh, this is, that's a harder. one. It's actually really, really, really hard for me. Um, I want to say you probably wouldn't know how sensitive I am, but then you would think you know that I'm sensitive because I'm so psychic, but I don't think people recognize that I am a deeply sensitive human being with feelings and emotions who get hurt because I think I come across very confident um, as most Capricorn rising people do. I think I come across as this very, as my husband has told me, I still intimidate him (laughs) after all these years. Um, Or I've been told countless times, like how confident I seem or how confident I am. And um, I think people fail to realize, no, 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 just a human being down here, making it work day after day, doing my jam. Um, That would be
1: the thing you wouldn't know about me. Because you got all that head bitch energy, Emily.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a big deal over there, drill sergeant.
0: I do. I do really, you know, that's the thing. My background is management. So like I became an astrologer after I was a manager and you just could never take it out of me. I'm like a cosmic. I once told my friend, I want to like, just create like a cosmic army of astrologers. And she was like, what did you say? And I was like, it just makes sense. Like the world needs more astrologers. We just need astrologers everywhere. Like WTF, like this need, this needs to happen. Um, And so that's what I'm all about, about cosmic conversation on every level.
1: I also just want to give a huge plus one to your um, suggestion to the Biden administration, should any of their friends uh, or, uh, or or representatives be listening. Um, I don't know how much we we have uh, in terms of astrology penetration into, into the current administration, but every president should definitely have an astrologer. Emily, you are 100% right. And yet somehow people always laugh about it and are like, oh yeah, back in the Reagan days when like Nancy Reagan had President Reagan get an astrologer. Well, guess what guys? Uh, i think biden would really benefit from having an astrologer right now and it wouldn't just be helping him from like you know avoiding covid so a little shameless plug in case anyone's listening it would help yeah yeah,
2: yeah. put that I'm out I'm pretty sure they year. all have astrologers and Maybe. then i just want
0: yeah i want to recruit and train every astrologer <laughs> i love that um i'm gonna do my icebreaker but one of you has to pick my number for me so we can't do what was the one you picked Rebecca you picked
1: 42 because you know I'm okay, obsessed so with 42, 42 and, right
0: now 42 and 33 are out so someone pick between 26 and 47
1: for me 41
0: you have to sing karaoke what oh! song do you pick <laughs> the chills that's that you feel up my back keep me filled with satisfaction when you're done satisfaction of what's to come that's a delight song right <laughs> we'll sing no Amazing. more though that is something you do not know about me I performed with Donnie Osman and Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in the sixth grade I was on the stage so that also you don't know about me so I once had a nice voice as as Taurus does right because the yeah. throat it rules the throat like I had the potential just never tapped it in the physical I can only write <laughs> I, I gave up on my singing career
2: early on guys early on I wanted um, to do this exact same thing, you know, double Taurus rising and sun. So I was singing all the time, but nothing yeah. happened.
1: Did We all used to be singers and we've never talked about this. I literally, the path not taken for me or one of them literally was, was um, I was an operatically trained um, mezzo wow. and I wanted to go to music school instead of college. And my parents were like, no, no, <laughs> you're going to college. That's so funny.
2: Yeah. Wow. But, but I don't <laughs> get or it from Taurus. I get I it from like my Merc-
1: to- Mercury Venus conjunction.
0: Astrology is such a beautiful art form too, you know, like, so of course we're driven to it for the artistry of it all. I um, I know. So we've done our introductions and I feel like bringing people into this podcast, which is honestly, we're just inviting people into our conversations that we're having every single day. Um, and though we don't know why you would want to know all of these things about us, but we assume you do because you're going to really enjoy our ridiculousness. Um, we wanted to share like why we started this podcast in the first pa- place and what the pod is to us. So we might call this podcast a pod um, because it actually started in a really different place. And um, I can tell my version of the story and then the girls will chime in for sure, of course. Um, but for those of you who don't know me, um, Emily Clintworth is the full name. And I am a writer and astrologer and I've been an astrologer for 10 years. And when COVID hit, I left my job right around that time from Maribald and I was at home with my kids and it was a lot to handle. And one of my really, really, really good friends who I completely admire, who's like the most badass mom I've ever met, um, she's a homeschooling mom and she she had this thing called a pod where all the homeschooling moms got together and they were like supporting each other. And I went to one of their meetings and I was like, this is incredible. These moms just supporting each other on this path. And I was like, I wonder if I could do that with astrology. I wonder if there's anybody crazy enough who wants to just come and learn astrology with me and I could create a pod. And I had this idea and I was like, I will create a pod. And God's spirit universe had brought me three different souls at that time who had shown interest in astrology. And I reached out to them and I thought it was the craziest idea in the world. And I was like, I don't even know if they're going to say yes to me. Like, who am I to like, ask these people, you want to become an astrologer here? I'll train you. Um, And I did. And I reached out to each of them and they all said yes. And that's my beginning of the pod. And the girls can now you guys share what happened then. Cause that was really hard for me to get the courage to be like, I'm going to make a pod.
2: (laughs) It was like, you saved me at that moment because as you know, I booked a reading and I wrote like a novel to you with a bunch of stuff about myself to, to be able to move forward. So when you asked that I was, I was almost honored because I was like, yes, this is like the next step for whatever I'm doing in my business. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Like, let's be real for a minute here i'm on my fourth website <laughs> <laughs> i finally found it i'm an astrologer that's it and so you opened the door to that so thank you i i'm honored to be a part of the pod
0: yeah and now podcast because we were like the pod couldn't end we had to we had to transform it metamorphosis
2: yep
1: i love it so much um so are we, are we sharing our like journeys how we got to the pod? Um, yeah. My, my, cu- my country wifi brought me out and brought me back in there, ladies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Just sharing the whole, like how, why we're doing this podcast and how the pod became, because we, we were doing this before we were doing this. I don't even know how to explain that any other way. God walked us into this.
1: Yeah. The pod, the pod I've, I've never had any experience quite like the pod and I love so much the symmetry of the pod becoming the podcast, right? Because of where the conversations ended up going. But um my how did, how did I get here I mean I mentioned glancingly and this is maybe like a weird thing people are like who's a lawyer and also an astrologer well there are more than one of us it turns out I've been meeting others um, I'm a lawyer by training I'm um, I've spent the last 15 years doing public policy work and like especially fighting for economic justice in a, in a whole bunch of different ways trying to change laws to make that happen um, uh, but you know what I did I, I burnt Madame's self out in the process (laughs) by working 100-hour weeks, really, 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 really being committed to the work that I was doing. And, um, you know, uh, uh, what ended up happening, especially as a person who started out with chronic illness, even on a good day, um, is I, I, I got I got that wonderful visit that we all look forward to of like the confluence of a physical and emotional and mental and spiritual crisis all at the same time. Like, I don't know what, what comes after the hat trick. But I don't know what four is, but um, I, I got one of those visits um, and it was it was actually before the pandemic. This was like 2019, early 2019. So weirdly when the pandemic hit, I kind of felt like the world was catching up to me and in, in being in, in some level of crisis. Um, and it it, it, what that crisis ended up leading to, and you know, healing crisis is one of those words that I think gets overused. It almost sounds kind of trite, but um, it was this like major turning point in my life that really forced me to question how was I living, um, and and it also took me back in some ways to to some of the stuff that I hadn't touched since I was like a teenager, like reading tarot cards, right? Which used to be this like part of my life when I was young enough that it was something that was socially acceptable and not frowned upon by those around me. Um, and and that ultimately was what um, brought me to this like multi-year, um, I think it's fair to call it an obsession with my Pluto at the critical degree in, uh, uh, um, which yeah, is 29 can... degrees of Pluto. I love that critical um, degree. <laughs> but my obsession with like, astrology cosmology philosophy what what is all of that it's basically the freaking meaning of life right it's the ancient tools for deciphering the meaning of life and um you know gypsy astrologer sagittarius speaking here right um and and after reading like almost every astrology book that I could start to find and try to make sense of, I finally decided that I needed to book a visit with an astrologer. And I hadn't, and maybe it sounds weird that like I hadn't done that before, but I'd never had a reading. Um, and I I got a recommendation for this astrologer named Emily Clintworth from a really <laughs> really really dear friend of mine. Um, and uh, and she said she's the real deal, and also like um, you know she's got these books, and I know you like books, so <laughs> I went out and I bought the books. So that I was like, okay, these books are really cool because they're like worksheets they're like they're like the process of going through it yourself and figuring it out for yourself and I said I'm into that approach because I'm trying to figure all this stuff out but I don't just want someone to hand it to me and tell me who I am and my place in the world I want to understand how to use this tool and so uh, Emily that was when I got called in to meet you and um, that was not just a reading that was a, that was a moment in my life and that that led to the you creating the pod and me being one of the people that you pulled into it invited into it. And I had no clue what it was going to be. And I went, Oh my God, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a lawyer. I'm a public policy person. I'm not an astrologer, but okay, I guess I'm going to spend a lot of my time in this space with these people who became my sisters and who I realized have always been my soul family. I love y'all so freaking much. Um, And like cut to present day. And like, I'm really excited that the pod is becoming the podcast because I think what I've started to realize in having more and more conversations about astrology in my, my quote unquote, other life, right? Like um, with people that I, uh, who who maybe didn't know that I have become an astrologer in stealth, um, I'm realizing that it's not just a useful tool for all of us, right? And it has been an extraordinarily useful tool for figuring out how to like navigate life transitions in particular, but it, it turns out that like even small bits of astrology, have been really useful to people in my life when I share just like little bits here and there because of a transit that's happening or realizing that, you know, something is in their third house and seeing how transformational, even just little bits of astrology as applied to real life can be to people who aren't astrologers, but maybe are willing to be a little open to what it might be able to bring to their lives and the navigation of their lives um, really convinced me that these conversations shouldn't just be ones that we have on Zoom. These should, be ones that we share. And like, who knows who it's going to be helpful to. But I think that understanding that people aren't alone in going through really big life shit, and it's not random, it actually comes on schedule. And you can predict that schedule to some extent. If you start to learn the language of astrology and its cycles, I just feel like that actually has a lot to offer to people who might have only been familiar with astrology as what's your sun sign.
2: And so, yeah. And, and just to comment on your books, Emily, cause that's important because we've come oh, no! <laughs> the, the, the point of the books was to make astrology accessible to all, to make it simple, to break the language down because I was like buying all these books, everything. And like Rebecca said, going into your book and actually doing it myself and really understanding it. That's what, that's what drew me to you. And I think that this podcast is being birthed to make astrology simple and accessible and relatable to everybody. That's that, that might be listening to this.
0: You know what it was? It's, it's um, I think I feel like I've lived 25 lives in this one life. And like, I remember other lives. So like, I get it, but I feel like there were so many lives here and there was this part of me for part of the path. And it feels so idiotic sharing this now, but I'll share it for you guys and for everyone listening, if you've ever felt this. Like, I think there was a part of me that thought someone would find me and want me to be their student and like would just show up at my doorstep and would just be the teacher I needed. I didn't realize that like, I had to go out and seek it or want it or put my foot forward or raise my hand in the class. Like, I thought someone could see my soul raising its hand without my physical body raising my hand. Sounds really crazy, right? Um, And so when I asked my mentor, Nancy, um, Murda Gullickson, if you guys ever want to look her up, she's amazing. And I've only ever had one astrology reading, which is crazy in my life, but it only took one. And like, that's honestly, so only took one and it changed everything. It didn't, it didn't need to be a thousand astrology readings, but when I, like, I was so afraid to even ask someone to teach me astrology. I thought I'm not worthy. Who would ever teach me? Like, weren't you just born a shaman? Like, who am I? I'm this, like, I'm just. just a girl. Like I couldn't even imagine it. And I like got that strength and I, um, I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, (laughs) can I, can I, can I apprentice you? Can I like learn from you? And she told me, she was like, I got to check the charts. And I was like, you you have to check the charts. Um, but lucky for me, she had a Jupiter transiting her 11th house. And she was like, sounds like a great time to train a new student. And, um, I just didn't want anyone to have that fear to think it took something special to get into astrology because I think it's for us all. And that's why I wrote the book because I was like, no way. I'm not going to let any wonder about am I worthy of this art form get in the way of anybody's ability to use it and like integrate it. And like this cosmic conversation, I think intention and I think I speak for us all is just welcome to the party, dude. Like you're so welcome here. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yes, it's, we do, we do monthly. Uh we do monthly. We do monthly stuff as well too that you can come to that's free, but it does take a little bit of courage to like put yourself out there and show up in the space because you probably have a little bit of worry like do I belong? And I can speak for astrology? Everybody belongs. There's no such thing as a bad chart. We love every alignment. We can't get enough. You got challenges in that chart, we want to look at them. We love it. We can't get enough. <laughs> like it's it's a beautiful beautiful synchronicity for us to be able to share this and to have come together like this and you guys are beautiful astrologers in your own right having proven yourself um in powerful interpretations so yeah i feel like for me i feel like i don't know let's do something woo because we are woo like the intention for this cosmic conversations is to spark for me i just want to spark conversation i just want you to be like what's my boss my boss Capricorn. Okay. Now I know something. Cause that's why I don't see those emotions. What's going on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want those conversations. I want you to be like whispering to your coworker, like, Oh wait, cancer. Like now I know something about, okay. That's why they're always looking after me and trying to figure out if I'm okay. They don't think something's wrong. That's just who they are. They just constantly ask me if I'm okay. Like I want, I want that revelation. What do you girls want? Right. To
1: And I I, I love – like, I kind of want to say I love everything you said, and I have one friendly amendment, which is, yes, we are woo, but what we're here to bring is the practical woo, right? It's, like, how to not just, like – really go down some rabbit hole thinking about like what are the planets doing today but like why does it matter like what does that mean in terms of like the cosmic astro weather that we're navigating because like the same way that people are so accustomed to like checking the weather is it gonna rain this weekend because like you got the farm got you the farm got you am i back am i back back. (laughs) okay checking the weather here's what I say to skeptics, right? So like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it's weird if someone said like, have you checked the weather because you're planning a party this weekend and you want to have it outside and you want to like, you know, have some tables and some olives and some cheeses. And I don't know, maybe some bananas. If you ladies are going to be at the party Mm -hmm. now that I know how much you like them. Um, but like, you know, you, you would check the damn weather, right? Because like, it would be good to know, is it likely to rain on my, my, on my outside party? Right. Um, like, kind of I think our case here and part of what we're going to show by bringing astrology to real life and sh- and like offering real life examples of like how it's showing up in our lives and like how astrology is literally around us all the time, right? And you can start to see that when you start to learn the language and anyone can learn the language that is astrology, right? Um, and you can go as far as you want to go and you don't have to you know, master it and become an astrologer just to know enough to be able to like see it around you and, and start to see the patterns. Um, But like, it's, it's basically like checking the weather, right? Like when you hear about people saying the planets are doing things in the sky, like there's, there isn't just. Um, time and space that we experience on Earth. Newsflash: There's also energy because we are energy beings, and what that means—woo, as that might sound—I'll now bring it to the practical. Is that like not all time is created equal, um, and not every Monday that you ever experience is going to feel the same, or have the same potential, or like take you in the same directions, or be like the best day to do a particular thing. So, like the same way you check the weather, like wouldn't you want to know what? The astro weather is doing, like what's going on in the energy field that we all share, whether we know it or not, or aware of it or not, right? And those became the conversations we've been having. It isn't just your average podcast. I don't think we're intending to produce that's like, what are the transits this month, right? You can go elsewhere for that. Lots of people do that. But it's like, how is astrology showing up? in real life and in our lives and in other people's lives in a way that empowers us to be able to do something about it. And that to me was really why that reading I had with you, Emily, was so life-changing and so much of the learning and studying I've been doing of astrology and philosophy and cosmology has been life-changing because it's about flipping the paradigm on its head. Instead of walking around and, and experiencing life as though it's happening to you and like you have no control because it's like, man, what's all happening to me today? It's about realizing where we build our lives, we shape our lives. And like we're the ones responsible for doing that. And if we're not viewing the world that way and our lives that way, then we're abdicating that responsibility. And that's when things happen to you. So in a lot of ways, our, I think our case for listening to this podcast is like, do you actually want to be in charge of your life and do you want to have the information that it takes to be able to do a good job of being in charge of your life so that's my practical woo case for some of what we talk about
0: that was beautiful that's our lioness right there that's our lion <laughs> yes,
2: yes 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 she's got this and
0: it's true though it is it's that practical piece um into the everyday into the reality of astrology is just it's just a mirror up there. I mean, we got to check the mirror.
1: As above, so below, baby. They said As it for know. a reason.
0: As within, so outside. You know, it's just it, it is this this powerful thing. I think it's a beautiful intention. Cheryl, will you um,
2: Yeah, for me, astrology is meant to be a complex. It's a complex, beautiful, abundant, sacred language. And once you start learning, how to speak it and how to interpret it and understand it, it just opens up a massive door where you can learn about yourself, where you can learn about your relationships, where you can grow, where you can transform. But a lot of people see it as complicated. It's complex, but it's not complicated. And so for me, I wanna make that known that you can learn it. If I can learn it, anybody can learn it. And it is, it's beautifully complex but it's not meant to be complicated and so that's that's my reason for wanting to get it out there and and just get more people on board and not afraid of talking about it. Yeah.
0: There's no I need. I love to be, that. Yeah. I think I think we're all just here so excited to open this podcast to set it in motion to create create this new conversation and for all of you listening out there our hope is that this just Brings into your life a new way of seeing and being and viewing and connecting. I know that you are so welcome here and into our conversation. And we are so grateful that we get to bring you into this, this very sacred conversation that we we have and um, we'll be sharing with you monthly. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Cosmic Conversations, and you'll be hearing from us soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.